0: Okay, everyone, welcome back to episode three of our second season of Am I wrong for Thinking This? I'm Greg and, and I'm Susan. Yes. Um, Susan, we hit a milestone. We actually, we did. yeah, why don't you tell our, our listeners what the milestone is?
1: Well, apparently we were both individually looking for this milestone because as soon as I would click and see we had 500 (laughs) listens and I had to correct my son. He said, listeners. And I'm like, listens. And he goes today. And I'm like, no total.
0: (laughs) no total. It's a start, (laughs) you know, it's a
1: start. You have to start somewhere. So I got a, I got a, a screen capture from you through text saying, Hey, we hit a milestone. And I'm like, that's exactly what I was looking for. So it was kind of fun to hit that.
0: Yeah, it was, it was, um, it's, it's odd that people would want to k- listen five hundred times, but we glad we're glad that we'll they take are it. listening. <laughs> yeah, we'll take it, and hopefully, we can expand on that. And our milestone will next time be a thousand. At maybe? least
1: we're we're hoping for a thousand. So keep listening. Sure. We think that we're, yeah. I think we're I think we're getting better and more interesting. So it can only go it can only go oh, up from here. and
0: also we had some um, not. I, I hate mail but we had a criticism of our last uh um, we did podcast. Yes, we did. Um a listener commented to me personally about our when we got into the discussion of of the um restroom at at your country club.
1: Yes. And
0: yeah. and the person there did, did you hear about that as well? No, it, I didn't see the okay. It was it was it was told to me directly. And and the the issue that they had is that I think I said something to the effect that um, she probably really enjoyed what she was doing. And that listener pointed out that no, she did not enjoy what she was doing, that she herself had performed that job. And that that was somewhat insensitive of me to say that because she could tell me from personal experience that no one likes cleaning up after other people. Now, that maybe I was inarticulate in my delivery. Perhaps I meant to say that she probably strove to do her job as well as she could, and she took pride in her work. It came across as me saying she probably enjoyed performing that particular job. So I just want to clear it up that what I was actually saying was, regardless of what that job was, who's to say that she didn't try to do that job with pride
1: right and i think that's probably a valid response or reaction from someone who's had a similar job that nobody enjoys cleaning toilets or cleaning up after anybody in any form or fashion even your own children sometimes but i think what i heard what i heard you say was don't don't take away her joy of having a job just because it makes you uncomfortable that's what i took from you like she just might be proud of herself for working she might not enjoy it but she might show up saying i have a job and i'm doing this and sure so yeah but so, valid concern I just, on your
0: just wanted part. to just wanted to throw that out there that people are actually engaging in our in our conversation and um so moving right along, bill cosby what are your bill, thoughts
1: <laughs> i think bill cosby bill cosby has to be the topic of this and we could not spend any more time not putting this out as a podcast it just happened yesterday
0: correct mm-hmm. um <clears throat> was it yesterday or yes it was yesterday I think it
1: was maybe early yesterday maybe, or the day yeah, before. It, yeah it might have been exactly yeah. right so today is we're recording on friday so it was either wednesday or thursday when that happened um but now we're actually starting to watch the fallout of everybody who has comments about what happened with bill cosby and um I admit to a little bit of nervousness to talk about it because I think there are several layers of sensitivity um, and then also not wanting to dismiss what others have gone through. But the first place I went for this um, discussion or when you, you actually, and this is the first time you've actually said, Hey, let's talk about this. You usually give me the, Hey, what do you want to talk about? Right. And so whenever you said, let's talk about Bokazi, I'm like, mid-sentence of another conversation yes let's do talk about bill cosby um i think i i think i wanted to first understand how it could be overturned and i and then i immediately in like paragraph two of the first article is like it had to do with a mistake or something legally like they they how do you say it messed up legally they well they,
0: yeah so Let me jump in because um, I I cringe at the terms messed up and mistake. So Mm -hmm. what it had to do with is something that's near and dear to my heart as a constitutional, as a lawyer who who files lawsuits based on violations of constitutional rights. What it had everything to do with is Bill Cosby's constitutional rights. And those rights are there whether you're the aggrieved or, or the accused. So Bill Cosby has a absolute constitutional bedrock principle right against self-incrimination. So Bill Cosby gets sued civilly in the civil court. And
1: Correct. so
0: the way that the constitutional right against cr- self-incrimination works is the Fifth Amendment says that you have a right to not not make statements that would tend to incriminate you cr- criminally. Okay. So and I have faced this very issue in lawsuits in which I have sued police officers because typically the person that is suing the police officer has either been arrested for a crime or has been accused of a crime. If that person gives testimony in his civil case, then the district attorney can use the testimony as an admission or of guilt of my client or someone associated with my client so you walk a very fine line about what you can testify to and what you can't testify to and that is whether or not you're the plaintiff or a defendant in a civil case here bill cosby was sued so he was the defendant they wanted to take his deposition where he's placed under oath and he's asked a bunch of questions and the purpose of the civil suit there's only one reason to sue someone and that's to recover money. And I tell my Mm -hmm. clients all the time, I can't lock people up, I can't put people in jail. The only thing I can do is sue someone on your behalf and try to recover money. So when you tell me that the lawsuit is not about money, I always smirk because that's exactly what the lawsuit is about. So (laughs) Bill Cosby was being sued by someone to recover money damages. Mm -hmm. He refused to sit for the deposition The then district attorney of that commonwealth in Pennsylvania said, look, got to reach resolution on your civil case. And he knew that because they were trying to determine whether or not to charge him criminally, probably. He told that his lawyers went to the district attorney and that then district attorney said, we will agree not to file criminal charges against you if you sit for these civil depositions. So there you have it they're saying you if you waive your right against self-incrimination in the civil lawsuit there won't be any criminal prosecution so bill cosby waived those rights and he sat for not one but four depositions and he admitted to some stuff in the deposition and look let's state at the onset not saying that bill cosby's innocent the pennsylvania supreme court didn't say bill cosby was innocent Uh, In fact, a jury has found him guilty. The problem is, is that the jury should have never been deciding his fate on the criminal side because the then district attorney said, you do not have to worry about being charged criminally if you sit for these civil depositions and answer the questions. In fact, the plaintiff's attorneys, which which was the actual woman that he was tried criminally for sexually assaulting. Her attorney went so far as to to go to the court and file what's called a motion to compel because he felt like Bill Cosby was not giving the full candor of testimony and said, look, he's not going to be prosecuted for these crimes. Make him answer these questions. So that's how far they got down into the weeds about whether or not Bill Cosby would be prosecuted for that. So then we... Fast forward and the new district attorney says, yeah, I'm not honoring that deal. I'm going to charge him. And so here we are.
1: Right. So I don't know what our audience is going to think my response is or what I'm thinking about it. And I think we have we have sex as in gender for like Me Too movement. And then we also have race. So he's a black man. And like questions in my head, um, if it were, if he were white, if he, you know, you go through all of that right now, because that's at the forefront of, of the news and of everybody talking and everybody's reactions and what's going on in in our heads. Um, But I'm a researcher and like, I'm all about details and facts. And that's why I hesitate so much to say some things because I'm like, is that true? Did I see that? Is it not? I want to make sure it is. But as soon as I saw that it was and I don't think it's, I'm going to use a better word that I would use earlier with messed up technicality. Like you always see in the movies, oh, I got off on a technicality. And I'm like, this is a very large technicality, but this is also sort of the basis of our judicial system. Right, right. It's, it's not a really a technical- big deal.
0: It's not no. a technicality. I mean, a <laughs> yeah. technicality would be if a piece of evidence was left out of. Right. Trial. Like not signed. Technicality. or technicality. Yes. Yeah. 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 This, this was a, this was an agreement not to prosecute based on the constitutional right
1: right it's saying if you talk we will not charge you and you you have to believe what you're told and 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 i'm sorry i know that he's done horrible things and i see him somewhat based on what i've read just understanding the amount of evidence of him being a predator and what he does what he did i mean i grew up with bill cosby i grew up with fat albert i grew up with you know, the Cosby show, um, the chocolate cake, the dentist comedy, the all of that, you know, that was great. That was hard to think of in my head. But at the same time, that has nothing to do with why I think, yeah, you have you have to rule that way. They had to let him out because that was they allowed him to incriminate himself after saying they would not allow it to incriminate him. And I think exactly that's. You can't do it, you just you yeah so that's a that's and, scary. And,
0: and they went so far as to not only allow him to incriminate himself but to actually use excerpts from his deposition testimony in his prosecution so, so in the
1: in the obviousness of of breaking these rules what do breaking these laws I don't know how to term uh, the terminology of it, but to me it seems kind of obvious that everybody knew that he might get out so i'll be like maybe devil's advocate because i'm just kind of wondering this is a big deal everybody knows what's going wrong and then you bring in what's his name fine uh feinstein I weinstein I weinstein yeah, whatever harvey. um harvey and all in the middle of that with i think they talked about in the article that i read cosby's attorneys were saying this is just going to not be fair it's not even going to be close to fair because of Weinstein we're in the middle of that they're just going to eat him alive he's going to go to jail quickly and I'm like probably bad timing on your part so I wonder what it would be like at a different time but I also wonder if they just ignored that because of the me too movement happening at that time we know what he's done wrong but we still have uh, to
0: allegedly
1: allegedly done wrong correct yeah I agree with you and I mean, sorry, being a woman and being in some of those positions where that could have happened, I'm I'm still saying allegedly you have we still have our rights. Whether
0: well, you know. yeah, and I don't want to get sued, but because there will be a flurry of lawsuits being filed by Bill Cosby's camp, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> including a lawsuit against the state of Pennsylvania, right. and, and honestly, rightfully so. You may, Mm -hmm. people are going to maybe get upset that I say that, but I believe Bill Cosby should should sue the state of Pennsylvania. And I believe he should sue them to the fullest extent that he can, because that is truly a wrongful conviction that is is. premised upon a breach of contract. Yeah.
1: Well, it kind of reminds me of, this is extremely simple, but it reminds me of when we would do crisis work, and I'd go into the jail and I had a couple, and they were both men. Um, I had a couple men that, that I, I had to sit and assess for homicide and suicidal ideation and also intent to hurt, or, you know, if we released them. Is anybody going to be in harm's way? Well, someone can always be in harm's way of somebody being released. And so it was always the question of, I go in and assess them and yeah, they're crazy. And in the most, professional said yeah he is not very he is he is not stable mentally and they're like how can you let him go and i'm like he hasn't broken any laws it's not against the law to be crazy until you find he's broken the law so it kind of to me is similar in the sense of we we might not like him we might know that he's done mean things i don't allegedly doubt allegedly okay well i think he's hurt some women i'm just gonna say that some women are are pretty hurt by him and i don't i'm not ignoring and and dismissing anything any of these women have said
0: it's it's and And just for purposes of any defamation suits that may be coming down the pipes those are only opinions and they are not meant to try to sway the public's opinion about bill cosby's character how do they not (laughs) they
1: i know but they do it 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 doesn't matter but that's the that's where we are right now the whole am i wrong for thinking this like like where's my voice where's um rashad's what's her first name felicia felicia's rashad's voice like now and i
0: and, and i will say this you know way more about the fallout from this than i do because i have no
1: (laughs) wait all i all i know different than you which is usually not the case that i know a little bit more than you but because i this one was pretty sensitive for me just being a woman and and understanding what it feels like to be a woman and, and have something similar happen i don't want to dismiss their feelings of anything at all um and women we get loud when we get mad and feel like you know so which we're seeing in the fallout a little bit with um Felicia Rashad speaking up for for Bill Cosby's being let go, and then another woman coming out and saying, "I can't believe that you're thinking that that was the the lead." Um,
0: that was the, that was the Prince. first Viv, right?
1: Yeah, that was the first. She was the first. Is she the first one?
0: Yeah, she's. I the thought first she was Un-Vib. the second
1: one. Okay, she was the no, first one.
0: Yeah, she's the first one. So there's she got a, mad. There's, there's a way that the African American community distinguishes them, but I don't think you can use that designation so we'll just say the first i don't
1: even know what you're talking about i'm not going to step in that (laughs) i don't know what that is but for me but so we woke up like yesterday i read felicia rashad said and i was like "Eh." okay she has a walk with him that i don't know and i just saw that she she decided to speak what she said and and she actually was pretty neutral before but this time she spoke up because she was glad he was out. I guess they have a relationship that I don't know. And then this other first Aunt Viv, I can't remember her name. I'm sorry. She was like, I can't. You, We know that this has happened. We know that this is bad. So I'm sitting there going, huh, What is? where is Felicia Rashad? And I read underneath her picture. It's like she's at whatever university. And I'm like, oh, they're so going to fire she's a, her.
0: She's at Howard University.
1: Howard University. That's what it was. And I was like, oh my gosh, someone is so going to want her fired. And this morning the news lead news is they're calling for her to be fired. So for me, I'm like that's where it is. Where is our voice? Our voice is so driven by who's going to cancel us if we speak up and say what we think or feel. But as you and I both have said, I don't, all I know is the articles I've read and that's all I can talk about. And that's just opinion based on the articles. And I don't know if
0: but let, let's let's t- let's dive into Felicia Rashad's tweet, okay? Okay. One day ago, Felicia Rashad tweeted, finally, for exclamation points. A terrible wrong is being righted. A miscarriage of justice is corrected. Exclamation point. And then she posts a picture of Bill Cosby. Let me ask you this: where is the lie? There's
1: no lie in that whatsoever. She's just talking about what we just spoke for 18 minutes about, I think that it was, she's, isn't that what the, the black movement is about right now as well is saying we want justice in the system
0: i'm not sure what the black movement (laughs) is
1: see i go say something and then i get corrected every time
0: well no i'm just not sure i don't i don't know if we have a an overall black movement i think you were referring to the black lives matter movement which i'll
1: say black lives matter movement but i didn't want to pin it right on black lives matter but i think across
0: Uh, you you really don't want to generalize (laughs) it to the black movement though I I think that sounds worse than (laughs) calling it oh yeah (laughs) what does
1: the black movement mean no I don't think it means anything
0: (laughs) (laughs) no let's just um, not say that well no I I shouldn't say let's not say that again you said if you want to I would just caution you that I don't speaking as a black person who has been black for most of my life I don't (laughs) I don't think I've ever been familiar with a black movement. Black movement, yeah. And Greg
1: keeps doing quote unquote in our yeah, videos. We're yeah, like, Okay, so, so, um,
0: I have, so I've is, been aware of um, the Black Power movement. I've been aware that's of the what I'm talking about. Black Lives Matter movement, but again, no general black movement. <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm going
1: to take the black movement out, and I'm not okay. going to say Black Lives Matter movement because it's not just Black Lives Matter. It's it's me sitting with you, listening to you talk about how crooked and how ridiculous the system is and it needs to be more fair. I think that's just,
0: well, let's refer legally. to that as, as the uh, human movement. Then. Okay. Because <laughs> it, be, <laughs> it needs to be fair across the board and then that way right. we can strip it and make it devoid of any labels premised upon race or creed.
1: Right, but so... I guess if we delve in not to be too tangential, if that's even the word with me saying the black movement in my head, I think of how in the past two to four to for me, what I've noticed in the past several years, it is really about African Americans and black people finally speaking up and saying this, this is not, this is not fair. This is this is wrong in the judicial system and the legal system or even with police or whoever to where I'm recognizing that, okay, there is something that something going on. Like, does that make oh, sense? They,
0: this is good. And, and no, I, I know don't, that I'm you scared to, now. no, no, <laughs> no, I know that we, we set a 30 minute limit, but that's also we have because eight minutes. <laughs> you, you, you said something that's, that's very poignant. You said finally speaking up in the last three or four years, right? Mm-hmm. So here's the thing.
1: Or less. We've
0: been, we've been saying this since the nineteen hundreds. We, yeah. We've been saying this since the days of slavery that things aren't fair and this mm-hmm. is not fair and things need to change. It's only in the last few years that people have really begun to listen to what we're saying.
1: But why? What created
0: that what created
1: that, that shift?
0: Social media. The, the the influx of information technology, the ascension of of African Americans and blacks are and/ or blacks depending on your your terminology into higher higher positions of power where those voices could be amplified the amplification of those issues by leading figures in in areas where traditionally, they stayed silent such as sports music um and so that's why it becomes more prevalent or uh, prevalent in the last few years but i just want to make the case that this is not something that we just said hey we need to start speaking up about in the last three years this is something that fire hoses were were turned on kids in the 1960s right down the street from me in birmingham because they were speaking up about it, they were speaking right. up about police brutality and inequality. So, it's not that it's just been brought up in the last few years. It's just that it's received widespread recognition by the masses in the last few years. Right. So, so I just, I just, is- I just wanted to say that. And I, no, I and that's, I'm that's in okay. no way fussing. I just want to make sure that we're clear that that things like like what we're hearing about the black lives movement and things like that that's not those aren't new concepts okay
1: right they're not new concepts to you because just the way that you explained that to me and and said all the different reasons why this isn't something new and went back into history and could just pull that this is that part about where i said where i thought i was going to get hate mail for saying i i don't get to be in the club because i'm white And you're like this is not a club so for me when I said to you a moment ago, and I the black movement, like I'm, I'm nervous because I don't have that in my head because I didn't grow up that way. And so I am starting to understand. And so the minute that I hear it's like, oh, wait, we're not gonna call it that. If we weren't friends, I would have backed out of this and said, I am sorry. I didn't mean to like hurt your feelings. And I would be more nervous to speak my mind because of I, because when I say black movement, that is. Uh, that is a big thing for you to hear. And then I'm like, wait, what I just say. So then I quiet down and I'm scared to talk about it because I keep saying the wrong thing. Right. And then and then you're like, wait a minute, this is me fighting for my ancestry, basically. And I'm like, Yeah, I just said black movement because I was just trying to save it.
0: <laughs> but but here's the thing. But
1: I understand. Yeah, I you don't get, get nervous.
0: No one should no one should attack you for saying or you're not, and I hate this term, but you're you're not woke enough because you don't you don't know the right terminology. Again, I was simply just pointing out, hey, we we could probably cut down on some some potential hate mail, which it, it's, it's a <laughs> double edged sword because it would be great to get that hate mail because that means people are listening and engaging. However, yeah,
1: yeah, I
0: knew what you meant, but it's right. not my place to to be your mouthpiece. It's my pay. It's my place to say, hey, this is probably a better way of saying that and that's all I was doing
1: Right and, and that it worked great because we can do that because you and I have a friendship like I have a sure. friend um, and I'll say her name her name is Liz and she's actually in town and I just said, hey, I've got to go do my podcast and she goes you know I just I like it I like the podcast because you're a white woman and he is a black man and it's like the relationship kind of helps with a lot of the privilege and the layers of being able to talk about everything. And I said, that's exactly why we're doing it, because not everybody has formed that kind of relationship to where they can have that trust and that understanding to be able to mess up and talk. And so just that rub I felt, I think about all of the other people who are white who want to be able to talk and ask, but then they can't because people they don't know who are black are going to go, you don't know what I'm going through. And, um, but but here here's
0: it, 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 I'm I'm cut you off. No, you go ahead because I I do want to get this point out though. You know, because- I was I was done. No <laughs> no, I was- cut you off. <laughs> I apologize for that. We're I'm, we're still yeah. learning. I'm still learning as as a podcaster, and so sometimes I I cut people off because that's just a habit I have from being a trial lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> someone's making an argument? Yeah, and then there's the yeah, but. And this is not a yet, yeah, but, but I do, I say this is not a yet, yeah, but I, know. And then I follow it up <laughs> <out> with <laughs> with, but, but I will say this critical race theory. Okay. People are so afraid. And when I say people, I mean, mainly Caucasian people are mm-hmm. so afraid of the concept of critical race theory. And I think a lot of the reason for the fear is because it's in There is an intent to make people fearful of it by misinforming people what it actually is, because I took a deep dive into it because I was honestly and admittedly not quite clear on what they were trying to get across, because the first thing I heard was the fear mongering. And I and I thought in my head, well, it's really not a good idea to make white people think that they're evil today. However, once you realize what the theory actually is, and the first thing you realize is that it's not really a theory. A theory is something that you hypothesize and and may or may not be true, and it takes trial and error to figure it out. It's not a theory. What it what its intent is is to show that hey, there's been some bad things that have been placed upon the shoulders of of brown and 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 black people in America, and there's been some times where we have we have been marginalized and we have been abused, and it's good that that's taught hmm so there is a there's a school system here in um and not far from where i'm from and they have their own little kingdom we we always refer to it as the tiny kingdom it's over the mountain because red mountain separates is a geographical border between downtown birmingham proper and that little kingdom and so someone and and it's it's predominantly a a white school system there and there was a video of surfaced surface of a one of the students with a hoot, huge swastika painted on his back and you know how kids are these days mm-hmm. they posted it to snapchat and then all of a sudden it's shown around the world in a matter of seconds but in response to that, they teamed up with the um, Anti-Defamation League, and you may or may not be familiar with that. It's basically a, it's a predominantly Jewish-led organization that strives to say, hey, you know, this is why this is offensive, et cetera. And that's a very rudimentary example of it. They... Um, decided that they were going to implement, implement critical race theory into the tiny kingdom's school system. And you can imagine how that went over, okay? Wow. And this is going to sound stereotypical and it's probably going to sound borderline <clears throat> um, racist, but they showed a just a snapshot of the school board meeting because they have their own school system there. And they showed, and I have never seen so many polo shirts packed into polo shirts and khaki pants packed into one photograph (laughs) where they all showed up (laughs) to oppose the idea that you're going to teach my child critical race, the quote unquote critical race theory. So um, one reason I think, or one of the reasons I think that you may feel frightened and, and afraid to engage in an area like that. Is that very reason that you kind of talked about in prior podcasts is because of what you were taught in school growing up, and more importantly, what you were not taught in school? We weren't up.
1: taught, yeah, exactly. No, and I, I think that, um, trying to catch my thought from. I mean, what you just explained that story is I'm like, I just keep thinking baby steps. And I know that it's, you know, at some point in time, we're like, we can't just keep baby stepping, but we haven't been stepping at all. But yeah, it it just, um, I kind of trying to figure out where I was going to go with what you were just saying. I was going to talk about something similar to it, but, um, no, I, I don't think it's, I'm not scared to talk about. That's what it is. I'm not scared to talk anymore. And it's not because I've just all of a sudden become much more knowledgeable and better read and I read everything and I've read critical race theory and understand it completely because there's some parts of critical race theory from just internet I'll look up to kind of read. And I'm like, I have, I have no idea what that just said. And then I'll read other parts and I even read it out loud. I'm like, Brian, he goes, I don't understand what that said. And it's, I'm not, so I'm like, I need to go to better sources to learn. But the thing is, it's the more, the more I have just, um, What did I? What do we say earlier? Whenever I I said you know in the last two or three years, it's it's finally speaking up or just realizing of speaking up. It's it's also okay. Maybe I'm more woke, and I I don't really like that term either because it does get pretty harsh when everybody talks about it. But, but yeah, yeah, I agree. like for like being woke is I had to know that I was sleeping and well, fried, exactly, you know,
0: <laughs> and I didn't exactly. know that I was
1: sleeping, so I well think said. Of it, I kind of think of it as like, hey, I'm showing up. And they're like, well, where you been? I'm like, I didn't know this is where I could be. And so didn't know you more, guys were at
0: breakfast. <laughs> I know.
1: It's like no one said where you were. And, and that can be an excuse. But for me, the way I think about it is it's not so much. And, yeah, I think critical race theory can be brought on pretty um, harshly sometimes um, in your face, just like. um, other theories that you know i don't know caucasians have and want to talk about just i think it's kind of in your face too whenever someone says i'm tired of hearing about that justice we talked about that and i'm like that that was harsh too that was a a bad reaction and so for me i think it's i think of critical race theory as a theory as a researcher as a, a doctorate in research and statistics and measurement theories are typically this is what's happening but it's not we can't prove anything we can't prove it all the time we know based on history what has happened but for me I think of the word theory as some of us some of us wouldn't allow that some of us in my race didn't want that some of us didn't know how to battle that and so that's where the word theory comes to me I mean everything I do in my practice is based on theory Everything I do is based on the theories that I've learned. I'm a very interpersonal and process oriented therapist. And I see it in every single client sitting on my couch. Does it work well for every single one? Well, I think so, (laughs) but that's that whole, you know, with critical race theory, it's like, this is it. And I'm like, well, I think my theory works best for my counseling, but you know what? Studies show that every theory works for counseling. Every theory works to help if you're doing your job. So the critical race theory, I think for me, is I personally get, I think people get frightened as Caucasians and white people get frightened and offended whenever they get to the third podcast in 1619. And the whole thing is about, you did nothing to create any of the music that you listen to as a white person. <laughs> and I'm like, well, damn it. But <laughs> I didn't, I didn't contribute any of that anyway. And so... I think that's a fear that we lose where we were. Where did we come from? Where do we belong? Like, what do you mean? We had nothing to do with everything we've grown up that we've seen is, you know, something that my parents listened to and taught me to listen to and they were white, but it all came from black people. It all came from African-Americans. And the thing is, yeah, it did, but I'm in there somewhere and I just want to know if we can go along together and figure that out. Not dismissing the horribleness and the pain that comes from two young black girls looking up at each other in a classroom going, I don't know where we came from. We don't have ancestors. Like, I wish someone would have said that in class with me because that would have floored me. Because first I would have said, I don't know mine either. But then I would have learned more by both of them saying, no, 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 we can't trace it back. There's no knowledge
0: of it. The problem is they, they would have been branded as troublemakers. And, and I right. know that from yeah. personal experience because, you know, the, the fight now is do we teach critical race theory, but it's easily forgotten that the lost cause was taught not as a theory, but as fact to myself and, and probably millions of other African-American children growing up in the South during the 1970s and, and 80s, it was in the history books. You know the, the right. Ku Klux Klan, and my I remember fourth grade history. The Ku Klux Klan was they were portrayed as as a noble cause in my history book. I remember yep. it to this day, and that's something See, and that that's was, always stuck with me.
1: And that's you in Alabama. We did not learn that in Texas. We learned that the Ku Klux Klan was horrible. And I went off to college, and the KKK came to the courthouse like my junior year to to. I guess do something in an organized way and we all kind of I didn't want to go down there because I was scared to death (laughs) and I mean I'm white I don't know why, (laughs) but (laughs) I was like I I heard they're just violent and horrible so I kind of know how I grew up so but where you were is actually much more prominent
0: yeah you know I'm just I, I guess what I what I always fall back to is and and we're bouncing around so much, but I, there's so much I want to talk about about this because I feel <laughs> like we, we, we're we like in the middle of a really good conversation. I and, know. And we both have things that we have to do outside of the podcast line. But, well, I, but I, we, I,
1: we also need to keep it. We started on Bill Cosby. And we kind of moved to this. And I think it's okay to to kind of wrap it up to keep it at our 40 minutes at the longest so people will want, you know, we know that y'all like them a little bit shorter so you can listen to them sure. on
0: your drive. <laughs> so,
1: sure. but I think we can definitely pick back up in one of the topics that we have been talking about and do the next one.
0: Okay, so to, to tie we, up Bill Cosby, let me just say this, okay? Okay. All right, let's go back to the original deal that Bill Cosby got, and let's talk about the intersection of, and we're going all the way back to one of the first podcasts in in season one. Let's talk about the intersection of the economy and race, all right? Right. I have developed my own own theory that I just (laughs) (laughs) denounced, and I call it the melanin money line, okay? All right. Because... And the reason I call it that is because there's an intersection where your color and the amount of money that you have intersect, and it elevates you to a position as a Black person that someone below that line would not be in. And and a prime example of that is the deal that Bill Cosby struck with that original prosecutor would not have been offered to someone whose job is to clean bathrooms Mm -hmm. or to work in a steel mill or work in an auto plant that deal that bill cosby got was not given to him because he was black it was given to him because he was wealthy
1: right in
0: my opinion And we can leave it at that because we just kind of hit the 40-minute mark. We did
1: hit 40 minutes, but also thinking of the melanin theory, which I think is a pretty good, valid theory to talk about. Also, him not having money, I don't know the difference if him being white or black or another race would have helped him get out. So I think his money also helped him get out. I think his money and who he is also... I think there's something political about all of it. I just do.
0: See, it, I don't. I know? don't see the politics in this. I, I would disagree with that. Well, maybe I that's the confusing the...
1: part. Is that yeah. usually there is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't. I don't think this is about politics. I think this is about just plain old, literally the rule of law, and and what, how money influences the rule of law, which is a whole separate right. podcast. Well,
1: I think the money and the politics lean into the fact that he got the attention to get the appeal. I don't know if he would have had that much attention pol- politically or any of those. So I always, when I think of money. I well, I
0: mean, he would have gotten the appeal the- anyway. I mean, you know, you're entitled to an appeal as a matter of right. The law gives you the right to right. The appeal. So he, he would have gotten the appeal. The, the issue that I have is the basis for his appeal. I don't think would have existed if he had come from a lower socioeconomic Status because right. he would have never been he would have never been offered that deal in the first place.
1: Yeah, no, I I agree with that. I agree with that. We typically do agree, even though we start out thinking we're not.
0: gonna Sure, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and here we are. We do
1: here we are. All right, well, thank y'all for joining us on our our important tangents. But we think that you will, and I'm I'm hope you enjoyed the show, and please send in questions. Good mail, hate mail, neutral mail. We would love to answer questions. So we will do that at the beginning of the next show and we will see you next time. Absolutely. On on am I wrong for thinking this?